Thanks for listening to Spider Athletics on 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN. Your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spiders basketball. It's the best part of Monday. Time to talk University of Richmond basketball. This is Behind the Web with head coach Chris Mooney. Plus your texts, emails, and tweets. Tonight's show is brought to you by Lux Chevrolet, CarMax, Bright Suite, Food Lion, and by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Join in online anytime and be a part of the show with your questions and comments. Text 804-638-9508. Email behindtheweb at richmond.edu or on Twitter using at Spider Voice, at Richmond Athletics, or at ESPN Richmond. Now here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, with Coach Mooney. This is Behind the Web on ESPN Richmond and the Spiders Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College. Off to Francis, stops, pops a left wing three. The, the net didn't even move. And Francis with 12. Junior to the corner, he'll drive and step through and then find Caressi on the right wing for an open look at three. And Sal Caressi knocks down the long distance three. Kicks it back to Grant. He'll drive and he runs right into Sal Caressi. Hook in plays by Sal Caressi. Each end of the floor really did a nice job knocking down that open look and then coming back down the floor in a hurry and playing defense, getting his feet set. Good sequence there for the big fella. Well, it was great to be back on the court last night and it is great to be back on the air with Behind the Web tonight. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. Back with you after a long hiatus. And in fact, it has literally been a month full of Mondays since we have brought you a Behind the Web show because the last time we did a show it was actually a Wednesday night after the St. Joseph's game at the end of January. And then, of course, the Spiders went on a COVID pause after that. And we took a pause from this program for the past couple of weeks as well. So as much fun as it was to be back last night on the floor, equally as much fun to be back on the air tonight. We thank you for joining us. Welcome to the program Behind the Web with Spider Head Coach Chris Mooney. I'm Bob Black. Greg Beckwith is with us as well to co-host our program this evening. And coming up in our middle segments tonight, Spider Athletic Director John Hart is going to join us on a variety of topics from COVID-19 challenges to positioning for postseason to the A-10 tournament coming to the Robin Center to all of our sports converging at once in this crossover season. We will talk with the Spiders Athletic Director about all of that. But let's tip it off this evening and again remind you if you've got questions and comments behind the web at richmond.edu via email text 804-638-9508. Chris, let me start in real time before we talk about what transpired last night and getting back on the court. I know one of the concerns with the last COVID-19 pause was the return to practice and the return to play and how the guys would feel coming back. So after a game under your belt and several days now of workouts, conditioning, and practice, how was today for the guys? Uh, What did you come away with today as far as how they responded after playing a 40-minute game last night? Yeah, Bob, I, you know, I would say uh, I think we were exceptional uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you know, we, we practiced. We were in there twice a day, and I thought the guys, just their concentration level was so high 
And that really helped them, I think, you know, helped all of us, but especially them in terms of being, you know, working on their conditioning, improving, uh, really having to concentrate hard. Their energy was great. Their shared energy was really great. Uh, And then I thought, you know, I thought last night's game uh, was really good for us to be out there. Uh, Today, I thought we were good. I think there naturally was just we were so we have gone step by step through this, and I think you know the the uh, final part of the initial phase was last night's game, and I think we handled everything well through there. Uh, today we came in, the guys got some treatment, they lifted, uh, and then we we had a, a good practice with VCU. There's always a little bit extra to prepare for, uh, so what we try to do is we try to f- throw more than we would usually do on day one of the scout, so that tomorrow is a little bit more of a review. So. Again, part of this really challenging situation is that is that you know you're you're out of your rhythm and you're you're playing catch up, and so we're trying to get to the part where we're even, and we think that maybe throwing a little bit more at the guys today, so that tomorrow can be a review uh, would be a positive, and so uh, so today naturally was was pretty taxing mentally and. Um, and also physically because of, you know, working against the pressure and those kinds of things. So a hard day today, uh, but hopefully we'll, we'll pay dividends tomorrow. Well, let me take a step back now to last night. Obviously, Division three opponent, 90-49 to 49 victory. If you can put that aside, Chris, regardless of the opponent, what were some of the things you saw that you could say, hey, it really doesn't matter who that opponent was. I liked what I saw there uh, tactically, strategically. Uh, mentally we did things right or conversely teaching moments that you saw from last night that again doesn't matter who the opponent was you want to break that stuff down for your guys yeah sure well i thought uh, as an overview i thought that our passing and movement was more crisp than i would have expected um so of course they're they're you know we have such a physical advantage uh so they're not in passing lanes or they don't make, you know, they, they, they would have had a hard time making us have hard decisions. Um, but I thought we, we handled that well. We moved the ball. We passed. Uh, I thought we didn't really bobble the ball or just have a really or have any really, really bad turnovers. Uh, I thought that was positive. I thought we were pretty fluid. Um, and then I would say, other than the first five minutes of the game, I thought defensively we were good. And, again, you could just – sense of fog or a haze over over us in general i think early on you know and again it's not it's not terrible and it wasn't uh you know balls being kicked around but just a little bit out of step and i think uh you know being able to play a lot of guys and get guys in there i thought we found uh, a really good rhythm for most of the game so I thought I thought it was mostly positive coming out of there. You know, in the first four minutes, they, they had a couple of drives that were that were, you know, far too free, far too easy. After that, we were really able to defend much better. And you know, when we defended against that, not only a Division Three team, but it, but they have some younger guys. You know, when we played good defense, oftentimes it resulted in a steal for us. And so, um, so I thought, you know, they were down under ten seconds on the shot clock. Uh, we had played good, solid defense, and then and then I think we created some turnovers. So all in all, I think it was a good thing, and I do hope that it has that it served us well. 
Coach, uh, one one good player, a uh, good thing I saw the other uh, last night was Andre Gustafson. It really looked like he had a lot more explosiveness in his game last night, getting to the rim a couple times and really active on a defensive end. Talk about how this has probably helped him to get healthier during this layoff. Yeah, for sure, Beck. I, you know, the one thing we were we were struggling with, as you as you do in a normal season, is a lot of times what what guys need is rest. Or, or that would be the best thing for them. And, of course, there's usually not time for, for rest. So, um, you know, Andre was able to get that, and I, I thought he looked terrific last night. You know, um, he's just so valuable to, to our team. You know, I think he had a couple of tip-ins. He had a couple of nice drives. He's a great defender. So he's so, so, so valuable to us. And, um, you know, I think he ended up playing 17 or 18 minutes, and I thought uh, – I, I thought – most of the guys got tired, and, and uh, at this stage in the season, it's it's rare to see that kind of you know a winded tired. But most of the guys did get tired, uh, and it just goes to show you playing a game, uh, just the quick starts and stops, everything you're doing from you're closing out on defense, then you have to you know you box your guy out, you make a quick jump for the ball, and then you sprint down the court. All these quick stops and starts are really really tiring, and I think you could definitely see it on most of our guys, but it got better throughout the game, and they were able to play through that uh, that tiredness better and better as the game went on. The other thing I thought was I talked about it uh, last night during the game is that a lot of people don't recognize how important some of these substitutes that you played last night are, how important it is to uh, the team itself when it's scouting report. We're talking about Jordan uh, Gately and those guys getting some time in, how important it is for them from a mental standpoint and their contribution behind the scenes, how important it is, and they got a chance to play this uh, last night. Yeah, for sure, Beck. I think that we've had uh, we've been really, really proud of the guys that we've had over walk-ons over the years, and uh, this is a great group, uh, two seniors in Jordan Gately and Sullivan Kuliu, and I think Sullivan went in at the 7 minute and 40 second mark, and he was really tired. <laughs> we, were, we were joking today. He was really tired by the end of the game. It's just different. You know, a game is different because, there, you know, in, a, in practice when there's a mistake, it's usually addressed and you go back to your spot and you run it again. Or, uh, and a game is really, really difficult. Uh, the transition that comes and how, how hard and fast everything moves. So, yeah, I, I, I was really happy. Those two guys especially are really uh, special to us and have done – a tremendous job. Not not only, you know, it's not not they do a great job in terms of the scout, and but but those guys have been such a part of it. I feel like they're leaders on our team, and um, you know the things that they say and observe and see and how they lead. I, I think those those um, are are all very important. I think they do a great job of all of it. Behind the web at richmond.edu. If you'd like to email the program tonight, text us 804-638-9508. Athletic Director John Hart joins us in about five minutes or so at 615. How about the uh, scholarship freshman last night, Chris? Isaiah Wilson and Jai Bailey combined for 19 points. They shoot six for 10 from the floor. Isaiah knocks down a couple of threes. Jai has five rebounds. They combined to play about 37, 38 minutes. What was the good that you saw from the two of them and what they can take out of that to have that much game time on tape to go down and break their play down? Yeah, it's great. Um, as a matter of fact, right after practice today, uh, Coach Jenkins was watching film with both of those guys and, and uh, for a lot longer than usual because they had so many uh, clips. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I thought I, I thought a lot of really positive signs. Uh, Jai Bailey is he's really going to be a good player. He has a great sense. He's very smooth. He's never rushed. Very skilled. A very good athlete. Um, I, I thought he really played well. He has a, a nose for the ball and a knack for rebounding. And as he gets stronger, we'll, we'll see more and more of those things. Uh, and then Isaiah, I, I thought was good. I thought he, he played the most minutes, which I was happy about. Uh, I thought he was more up and down, like you would be as a freshman in, in, during your season playing point guard. Um, but made some really good plays. He went to the free throw line. He was aggressive. Um, you know, I think that uh, Jacob and Blake make it look very easy. All the different things a guard has to consider while he's playing. Um, you know, fighting over ball screens. Uh, you know, talking on defense getting the outlet, running your offense, and trying to score. I mean, those guys make it look very easy. And uh, I think for Isaiah, you know, to have 20 or 21 minutes last night going against it, you, you, you find out that, man, all, all those things are hard and they're tiring, and uh, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of concentration. So, uh, so I thought he was a little bit up and down, but overall I thought really good and a really positive experience for both of those guys. And it sets the stage now for the Spiders to get back to Atlantic 10 action, which resumes Wednesday night at the Siegel Center, the first of two meetings this year with VCU, the Richmond-area Honda Dealers. Capital City Classic Round 1 is Wednesday night at the Siegel Center, 7 o'clock. We have it here on ESPN Richmond at 6.30. Let's take our first break. When we come back, Spider Athletic Director John Hart joins our discussion with Coach Mooney and Greg Beckwith. I'm Bob Black. Thanks for tuning in on this Monday night edition of Behind the Web, 99.5-1027 FM, 9.50 AM. ESPN, your home of the Spiders. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Nope, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Richmond area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. Office in the West End. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? 
I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, guys? This is Jay Williams from Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. You're listening to Richmond's number one source for sports talk radio and play-by-play. 995 and 1027 ESPN. The timeout's over. Now, more Behind the Web on 99.5 and 1027 FM and 950 AM ESPN. From Learfield IMG College, this is the Spider Sports Network. Back to Wilson, who will take the three and rattle it home. Hey, how about that? That's his first three of the year. Gilliard with four seconds, racing to the front court, under the basket, switching hands. Reverse layup is good. As the horn sounds, Gilliard with 11. New guard in the old guard there, wasn't it? Uh, Highlight of Isaiah Wilson. A couple of his, uh, three of his 10 points with one of his two three-pointers. And then Jacob Gilliard with the acrobatic shot at the end of the first half last night. Finished with 11 points in that spider victory. Welcome back. Behind the Web continues on this Monday night. Bob Black, Greg Beckwith, Coach Mooney. And we welcome Spider Athletic Director John Hart to our conversation for the next couple of segments. Get caught up not only on spider basketball, but spider athletics in general And, John, I would like to start there. I know we're going to get into COVID-19 and some of the depressing stuff that's happened for the Spiders and for college athletics, but I'd rather start on a little more uplifting note. Just wonder what your thought process was yesterday when you kind of look around you and you saw the men's lacrosse team and the women's lacrosse team playing games and the men's basketball team playing a game and the women's basketball team on the road playing a game. I don't know, but there were some wins and there were some losses, but they were playing competitive games through all of this to look around and see all that. I just wonder what your thought process was as challenging as all this has been. Well, first of all, uh, good evening, fellas, and thank you for having me on the show tonight. Uh, it, it, was, uh, it was quite an interesting uh, thing to witness because as if it isn't challenging enough to be in season, as Coach Mooney can attest, with uh, COVID-19 and all the protocols and procedures, we decided to try to do it with men's and women's lacrosse and the men's basketball game with a winter storm and a you know icy uh, glaze over campus. So it was uh, it was uh, really a, a challenge to get all those events uh, underway and successfully complete, completed. But I'll tell you this: seeing the sheer joy on our coaches' faces and our student athletes as they were uh, doing what they love to do best, and that's compete for the Spiders. It, uh, it was worth every second of uh, the trials and tribulations to get, get those games up and, uh, and competed. Well, let's dive into some of the trials and tribulations, John, to give us a little bit of the backstory and the Spider fans a little bit of that information. And, by the way, a lot of this is available for you to read as well, richmondspiders.com. John Hart has his uh, letter, athletic director letter, up there on our website, so you can go and read all of that as well. But I think it'll be interesting for you to verbalize some of this, John. And just kind of take us through the the almost three-week period for the men's basketball team in which they had this pause and the things that were in play here that Coach Mooney and his staff and his players had to deal with before they could get back to where they were, and we saw them in action last night. Well, first and foremost, I've got to commend uh, Coach Mooney and his staff and and certainly our student-athletes for really towing the line and doing everything that we've asked them to do when it comes to all these different 
protocols and procedures during this pandemic. And uh, I, I think some of the questions that I've received from, you know, our faithful fans and our alumni, you know, we're wondering if there was something we could have done differently. And I, and, I, and I think the answer there is certainly we could have tried other procedures and policies, and but I don't think the outcomes would have been any better or any worse than they were in the sense of this, this COVID-19, it, it, it can strike from anywhere and it comes from everywhere. You know, I've, I've used the analogy with our staff and our student athletes. It's like stepping into the boxing ring with the invisible man. You, you know those punches are coming. You're just not sure where they're going to be coming from. And uh, I think COVID-19, that's a pretty good analogy. We were as prepared as we possibly could be. Uh, I think, uh, again, Coach Mooney and his staff were doing everything uh, the, the way we, we've required them to do and asked them to do. And I think the student athletes were doing their part as well, you know, socially distancing, masking up, going through our rigorous uh, testing protocols. And with all that said and done, um, somehow, some way, we had uh, the you know the virus come into our program, and, and once it, uh, it it raised its head, we identified it quickly. We mobilized it with our protocols and our contact tracing. We isolated, we quarantined, and you know that's uh, that led to that two week pause. And I know that nobody's uh, more frustrated than that than I am, and I know that Coach Mooney shares that frustration. But at the end of the day. You know, it's the medical professionals that make those calls, and uh, we abide by them. It's not the coach. It's not the athletic director. It's our medical professionals, and we rely on their expertise to guide us every step of the way. And that really, in a nutshell, Bob, is uh, kind of the sum on the last uh, couple of weeks here at Bison Basketball. Hey, Coach, uh, to follow up on that, Coach Mooney, how do you keep your guys motivated? Uh, hearing that for you and John know what – behind the scenes it's like, but how do you keep these guys motivated and, and focused when they're so frustrated uh, as players? Yeah, I tell you, Beck, that, that has been really, uh, that, that's been our big, I, I don't know if the word motivated is, I think they're motivated. I, I think how to keep them from being overly frustrated um, is it, tough, you know, because, you know, the coaches are frustrated, the athletic department's frustrated, and um, and then it's, it's very long. And so the isolation is, is the hardest part uh, that we've had to deal with. And, you know, speaking to a lot of our uh, parents, you know, over the course of this, uh, of this um, pause, you know, who are concerned about their, about, you know, the guys and their being in the hotel room and, and not, you know, socializing, not uh, playing basketball for the first time, time in, in, you know, in their lives, essentially not being together, not seeing their teachers, you know, all, all of those things I think have a, have an impact. And we're, what we try to do is stay in good communication with them, talk to them about uh, you know, what's going on in the college basketball world, we, where we are, sharing some video of games, talking about uh, things going on at the NBA and in and, and life in general. So, but that, that is really, really difficult. And I, I just think, you know, to me, that, that's really the hardest part. Just knowing um, these guys uh, are are having a hard time with that, and and um, and there's really not there's really nothing you can do. And so, I think the motivation, you know, we talked about going into last night's game. That uh, you know, the one thing I told, I, I said two things. I said, let's go out here and play as hard as we can, uh, and let's, you know, we were sitting in those hotel rooms thinking, 
boy, if we could just play. I just can't wait to play. Let's, let's honor that feeling. And the second thing I said is, you know, we didn't want to see any uh, fancy passes or alley-oops or anything like that because we were better than the other team. So let's, you know, let's play how we play today. Don't, don't try anything you're not going to try on Wednesday or you wouldn't try in the NCAA tournament or, you know, when we go to St. Louis, play, play exactly how we play. And I, I thought we did a good job of that. So uh, it was challenging. That, that part is really challenging while going through it because those days are very long uh, and it's pretty lonely. And we are going to look ahead to those games coming up for the Spiders and potentially the NCAA tournament and get some thoughts from both Coach Mooney and John about where the Spiders stand now and what they're doing, crunching numbers to make it as good as possible over the next three weeks. We'll do that after the break. And before we get to that, John, not only were you dealing with the men's team on the COVID pause and what Coach Mooney just talked about and you talked about, but our women's team as well. And unfortunately for them, just like it's happened for the men, it happened at a high moment for what they were doing. They had won four in a row, and all of a sudden, here's the COVID pause. And it's tough to come back from that, and not only tough, because they had two tough road games this past weekend, John, but they did it without their head coach too, right? I mean, Aaron Roussel, unfortunately, uh, was still in his situation and didn't even coach the team in the last two games. Well, you know, I think uh, Coach Mooney put his finger on it, and it's the reality. It, it is such a frustrating situation when uh, these things happen because so much of it is just out of your control. And and I think with uh, Coach Roussel, he was very frustrated because, again, I think he and his staff and the, and the team have all done everything that we've asked of them and more, and yet somehow, some way, the virus creeps in and, and punches you right in the face. And, uh, and, I, and I think Aaron was very disappointed because, uh, as you said, Bob, the, the team was really on a roll, winning four games in a row. And the last thing you want to do is break that momentum and pause for uh, medical reasons. But, you know, again, we're, we're trying to do everything in our control to ensure a safe and healthy environment for both basketball programs to successfully complete the season. But, we're, you know, we're limited just like everybody else out there. We're, you know, we're testing, we're monitoring, and yet at the end of the day, you, you've got to make good decisions, uh, and, and then you've got to live with the fact this virus is it's insidious and it's everywhere, and, uh, and we're just doing the best we can to, to support uh, the teams and the coaches. Uh, and I think particularly when you think you've done everything the way you're supposed to be doing it, and yet still – you have an issue from, from COVID-19. It, it, it's a very, very frustrating situation. Well, hopefully that's the end of it for both our men's and women's programs, and we can look ahead. And I'll tell you what, we'll take a break, and when we come back on the other side, John and Coach, and Beck, let's look ahead to what potentially a schedule could look like, what the postseason could look like. Obviously, the 810 tournament is coming right here to Richmond and where the Spiders are right now and the work that they've already done to put themselves in a good position moving into these last three weeks, which hopefully will go uninterrupted the rest of the way. So let's interrupt for just a moment. We'll take a commercial break, come back with Coach Mooney, Athletic Director John Hart, Greg Beckwith, Bob Black. Thank you for tuning in. If you've got questions and comments, behind the web at richmond.edu. Text us 804-638-9508. Back after the break on 99.5, 102.7 FM, 950 AM, ESPN. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has the redesigned 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trail Blazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. 
Let luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland, online at LuxChevrolet.com or call 798-9261. Lux Chevrolet, since 1916. This season, there's one thing I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that and the great game day food. We can still celebrate big because I shop at Food Lion. Like topping my sliders with bacon and cheese, adding a twist to my guac with roasted tomatoes, turning up the heat on my hot wings with jalapeno poppers on the side, and I'll pick up some treats in the bakery. Food Lion's got the fun and affordable food you need to keep your game day spirit high. Because this is our home, and that's our Food Lion. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Virginia Army National Guard, aired by the Virginia Association of Broadcasters and this station. Local sports talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Border to Border with Matt Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Let's get back to the show behind the web. Once again, here's Bob Black on the Spider Sports Network from Learfield IMG College and ESPN Richmond. Rebound KO outlet quickly to Gilliard. Two on one with Francis. Kicks it across. It's tipped and grabbed by Gustafson instead to Grace for three on the left wing, and Matt Grace will drill a three-point shot from distance there. Bailey flies in for the rebound, pulled out of there, good job, outlet to Wilson. Caressi gives it down to Grace on the baseline, back to Wilson, bounce it back into Grace, who gets it out to Bailey, and Bailey drives from the top down the lane and lays it in. Nice move by yeah. Jai Bailey there, he's got four. Second half of Behind the Web for a Monday night underway. Spiders back in action Wednesday at VCU. 6.30 is our airtime, 7 o'clock for the Spiders and the Rams. Richmond now at 11-4 and overall, 10-4 and in Division I games. And as I look at the most recent net rankings, John Hart, let me start with you. Number 54, 4-2 uh, and two in Quad 1 and Quad 2 games and a 5-1 and one road record. There's some pretty positive numbers there for the Richmond Spiders. Can you kind of evaluate from your position uh, the work that Coach Moody's team has already done and put themselves in a legit position in these last three weeks, assuming the schedule goes as we hope it goes, for their chances moving forward. And I'm not exactly asking you to put yourself in that committee room with the NCAA Basketball Committee, but I know you've been on several of these, whether it was lacrosse or football or baseball. You've been in those committee rooms. So maybe I am a little bit asking you what they might be thinking and where you think the Spiders have been so far and where they're headed in the next several weeks. Well, the great news is that uh, Coach Moody and the team's put us in a terrific position right now with uh, the remainder of the season ahead of us. Now, with that said, every single game from here on out is critical. And uh, 
particularly games against, you know, quad one and quad two. And, and I think in that regard, regard, Bob, you know, our schedule is favorable. Uh, we've got the conference staff also working for, uh, you know, rescheduling uh, favorable matchups. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what our opponent list is going to look like other than the games that are on our schedule right now. But I think uh, when it comes down to the stretch here, each and every contest is going to be hypercritical as we battle not just for an A-10 championship, but serious at large consideration. And right now, we're poised to get that kind of consideration. Well, Coach, uh, hearing uh, John Hart say that, how difficult is it for you to prepare? Because it's just evolving schedule, it seems like now, and you want to play some of the better teams, but how do you get your guys ready to play? It could be the moment's notice that you might play someone you know, different than you're planning on playing when it starts the season, I mean, when you start the week off. So how do you get those guys ready and physically and mentally ready to play? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great point, Beck. Uh, well, I guess this really does. You know, coaches are the coach speak is always one game at a time, and you really have to you really have to <laughs> be in that camp this year. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so unusual. Obviously, every part of the season is unusual, um, but I, I feel like you know uh, the A ten. What they're going to try to do is if there are five or six teams or four or five teams who have. Uh, these, this at-large consideration, I think they're going to try to give them uh, opportunities to continue to play. You know, we have a we have some really positive uh, numbers, as Bob said, and we want to we want those opportunities to play to play really good teams. And so the op- so the chance to play VCU twice is not only great for the city of Richmond and for the rivalry, but also for both teams are are in contention for for an at-large bid. Uh, similar to St. Louis, if we if we play them once or twice, you know we're scheduled to play them at least once, and maybe maybe that um, changes. So we we have made it known that we want to play the the best teams we possibly can, and um, you know it's just such a unique season that uh, the scheduling changes not not the craziest part of the season. So hopefully hopefully we'll have those opportunities and and we can capitalize on some of them. And as John has said. It's always coming down the stretch, and when you're when you're in this kind of position, it's always there's a little extra tension or angst. Um, but it makes the games fun, and it makes it makes the intensity of the games and the potential to have a great game or great performance is even higher because the because the stakes are higher and higher. Yeah, John, for you and from your end, how how often do you have to communicate with the Atlantic Ten and? And Bernadette and her staff. Well, you know, formally we're on the uh, conference call as athletic directors twice a week, and uh, beyond that, I would say pretty close to daily, just uh, monitoring what's going on. Uh, again, the situation is more fluid than usual, obviously this year with the pandemic, but uh, we're we're in extremely close and frequent co- conversation with. What's going on? Of course, I think it's it's really a big benefit that uh, Commissioner McLeod is uh, a city member of the of the Division One men's basketball committee, and I also think uh, you know the NCA is doing a, an awful lot of outreach right now. We had uh, Danny Gavitt, the vice president for men's basketball, on a uh, 
a Zoom meeting with us uh, late last week. And uh, that kind of information and that kind of intel is very helpful here uh, as, we, as we move into the, the stretch of the season. But what is clear from all those conversations, every game, every, every tip-off is critical. And uh, particularly those games against top opponents are going to come to be decisive factors as uh, we all compete for the postseason this year. Chris, all that having been said, how far are you willing to push this schedule thing? And we've talked all along about this is a team built to deal with something like this. It's a veteran team, a talented team. The bench is getting deeper and better as the season moves along. Uh, When you look at this thing, if you had to play two games in three days or back-to-back games or two of the top teams back-to-back, I mean, how far, and I assume you'll have some, input in all of this, will you push push your team in that regard? Yeah, Bob, we'll, we, we'll take on, um, you know, any of those scenarios. Uh, you know, one, playing really good teams is automatically help, helps you. And so, and then you can't, you can't get those really good wins unless you play those teams. And so, even if it was a situation where we play two games in three days or back-to-back games or on the road for a stretch, whatever the case may be, you know, we've, we've just wanted to let the conference know that we, we want to play those games. And, um, you know, if, if that puts us in, in a typical situ- in a typical season, a really difficult situation, so be it. You know, I, I think that, again, those, uh, those uh, 10, 14 days sitting in a hotel, uh, hopefully we've saved up our energy and, and we're – we're ready to go and compete and play and, and do whatever we can to, to be as successful as possible down the stretch. Uh, and then, of course, John Hart, the carrot dangling at the end of that is the Atlantic 10 tournament, which is coming to the capital city. Unique arrangement between the Siegel Center at VCU and the Robin Center at the University of Richmond. Can you kind of backstory that for us a little bit and how all that came to be and the importance of that and stepping up as one of the Atlantic 10 schools that put in a bid, if you will, for that tournament and landing it at the University of Richmond? Well, we were... um... We were a very early proponent, maybe the first proponent in the league, of the idea of, of perhaps co-hosting uh, the tournament here in Richmond. And that's really was driven by the fact that uh, we thought that was the, the, the best interest of the league for a safe and healthy environment. Um, as it turns out, we, we do get to share co-hosting responsibilities with VCU. And I think that puts uh, the Spiders in a great position as far as the postseason is concerned. And by that, I really mean it puts us in the the best position to create a a healthy and safe environment for competing in the postseason. So so we're excited about that. Uh, I I would say the motivation, and and Coach Mooney, I think, has been saying this uh, for quite some time now, it really wasn't so much for a competitive advantage because – with the uh, attendance caps being what they are and all the protocols being what they are in place, uh, what we were really looking to do was really help out and be a good A-10 team player and do what was best for the league. And by doing what was best for the A-10, I think we were doing what was best for the Spider basketball program. So, you know, on the one hand, we're really excited to be co-hosting the the, the men's basketball tournament here in, in Richmond. 
uh, on the other hand, it, it, it's a heavy lift, and we're we're doing a lot of uh, there's a lot of moving pieces right now. But we think it was definitely in the best interest for for Spider basketball, and definitely in the best interest for having a safe and healthy uh, A10 tournament. Well, John, I was going to ask you that. How how difficult of a challenge is it to prepare for a special? You know, a tournament like this, and, and and these under these circumstances for the for the university. Well, you know, we've we've been uh, among the, the the leaders nationally in, in adopting uh, you know health and safety protocols. So I think we're well positioned. Um, I, I think it, it's a lot of moving pieces. There's no doubt about it. It's uh, it's it's unprecedented as far as you know the league is concerned in co-hosting the tournament. But I think we're really well organized and, and well prepared to do this. Uh, I think with the addition of the Queely Athletic Center and the basketball uh, practice facility, it really makes it uh, uh, a unique opportunity for us to showcase our, our new facility, but also to provide the necessary practice support facilities to teams that are coming into Richmond to compete in the A-10. So, I think uh, all those things add up to a very uh, unique and unprecedented situation, but we're up for the challenge. We really are here, and uh, and I think uh, you know we're, we're prepared to to have a successful tournament. We're prepared to do an absolute first rate in in our job in, in hosting as well. John, I will fully admit I don't have this specific question directly in front of me on our behind the web at richmond.edu email or on our text at 804-638-9508, but I can hear our fans screaming the question loud and clear, and I'm sure you can as well. Is there any chance of additional fans attending these games at either the Siegel Center or the Robbins Center, or is it pretty much committed to the 250 number that has been out there for indoor events for quite some time in the Commonwealth of Virginia right now? Well, Bob, I'm an optimist, and I think with the uh, the COVID-19 numbers beginning to trend in a much more positive direction. It's possible we could see some uh, relief from that 250 spectator cap. Um, it, it, time will tell. That's something that uh, the governor's office is going to have to work out. We're in regular communication with uh, the governor's office and uh, also the health authorities in Virginia. So um, we, we certainly will do whatever is allowed by uh the, the, the state, but um, at this point, we're preparing for 250, and if we uh, are in a situation where the environment presents the opportunity to indeed host more than that, uh, we certainly will be willing to, uh, to address and accommodate those, those standards. And Chris, to follow up on, on John's thought there, and you've been saying this for a while, I think you said this even before it was announced that Richmond and VCU would co-host, that the advantages aren't quite as instrumental as you might think because of the lack of fans in the buildings, but there are some inherent advantages, I would assume, to your team and to Mike Rhodes' team at VCU to be in your home city and not have to travel and all that kind of thing. For sure. Uh, and I, you know, I think... Um you know, for John and uh, David Walsh, and for the the uh, everybody that worked on on co-hosting the tournament, you know, we're extremely appreciative. And yeah, I, I feel like uh, there are definitely some advantages to it. You know, we, you know, obviously, if we were having fans, then we wouldn't be hosting it because <laughs> it would have remained in the Barclays Center. But 
yeah, to be, to be able to play at home and um, uh, have, you know, not have to travel, not have to make those arrangements, not have to make those plans. You know, the, the COVID protocols when you travel are, are a little bit more taxing than usual. And then, um, you know, just being familiar and, and ready to go and, and play in our home gym, hopefully that will, will be a nice boost for us. Absolutely. John, really appreciate your time this evening. We're going to let you go as we get to the break. I know these are very busy times, not just in the basketball world, but as we started our conversation with all of the Richmond teams getting set to play or already back in competition, it's going to be a very busy and very exciting spring season. So we appreciate you filling us in on some things here this evening and spending the time with us. Well, thanks, Bob. Thanks, Greg. And uh, always a pleasure to be with you, Coach Mooney. And you guys have a great evening. Thank you, John Hart. John Hart, Spider Athletic Director, joining us on Behind the Web tonight. We'll take a break, come back with our final segment. Yes, let's get into VCU and the matchup at the Siegel Center Wednesday night at 7 o'clock in round one of the Richmond area Honda Dealers Capital City Classic. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN Richmond. Our airtime Wednesday night at 6.30. We'll preview it with Coach Mooney next on Behind the Web. Another three by Bones Highland. Eureka! Oh, Quick catch and shoot for a three, and it's rattled home by Jacob Gilliard. Separated by only six miles of RVA roads, VCU and U of R have one of college basketball's best rivalries. And now the Capital City Classic has a title sponsor with as much prestige as the game itself. Your Richmond area Honda dealers, including Colonial Honda, West Broad Honda, Pearson Honda, and Mechanicsville Honda. The Richmond area Honda dealers are the proud new title sponsors of the U of R VCU Capital City Classic. Things sure have changed over the last year, starting with all of us being home a whole lot more. That's probably what got me thinking about home security systems. With so many choices, I wanted a home security system that made me feel confident. That's why BrightSuite made so much sense. BrightSuite is from a company I already know and trust, Dominion Energy. And right now, that feels pretty good. Visit brightsuite.com to learn more. BrightSuite is an unregulated affiliate with services unrelated to those offered by Dominion Energy Virginia. When buying a car, you're supposed to ask questions. Some you can answer online, but others, how blinky is the blinker? And which way do the wipers wipe? Are things only a human could know? So CarMax has ours standing by to answer questions or in select markets, schedule a delivery or curbside pickup, regardless if you're buying online or on our lot. But what if I change my mind? Good question. Just bring it back within a week for a full refund, because that's the way it should be. CarMax. Hello, my friend. Pat Boone here. If you have an IRA or a 401k, would you please listen up? The folks at Swiss America are reporting that their clients' retirement plans are doing great. Some of their customers have lost their jobs or have an old retirement plan from an ex-employer, but they've been able to upgrade their retirement plan into physical gold. And now is the time to take action because gold is on the move. And retirement plan transfers this year are the highest level in over a decade. Why don't you call the folks at Swiss America, 800-289-2646, 800-289-2646, or reach them online at SwissAmerica.com. Find out how simple it is to upgrade your retirement plan to physical gold. I've been singing the merits of Swiss America now for 20 years, and that number again is 800-289-2646. Don't forget to tell them Pat Boone gave you the number, okay? That? That's the sound of NyQuil Severe, hard at work. NyQuil Severe is the best sleep with a cold medicine. No tossing and turning, just rest and recovery. 
so you're ready to take on tomorrow. For powerful relief of your worst cold and flu symptoms, try NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head, best sleep with a cold? Medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Mike Greenberg is now back and part of your morning. Greeny, weekdays at 10, following the sports huddle on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Keeping you up to date with Richmond basketball. This is Behind the Web on 99.5 and 102.7 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN. From Learfield IMG College, this is the Spider Sports Network. Final segment of Behind the Web for a Monday night. Let's get into Wednesday night's matchup against VCU. The Rams come in at 15-4 and and 8-2 and in the Atlantic 10. They have won five in a row going into Wednesday night's matchup. Uh, so, Coach Mooney, as you said, you gave the guys a lot this afternoon to start to prepare for the game. Why don't you give our audience a little bit as well on uh, this edition of the VCU Rams and, and maybe what jumps out at you first about this team that is playing probably its best basketball of the season right now. Yeah, they've been they've been playing great. Uh, I, I feel like, uh, you know, they, you know, Mike has done a tremendous job um which is to be expected uh but they do have they have young guys playing um they're playing well you know their their defense has you know, their defensive numbers are excellent uh they're holding teams to a low field goal percentage and forcing a lot of turnovers i think 18 turnovers forced per game um which is a really high number they don't all come off of the pressure uh but a lot uh, and a lot of them do come in the half court uh, after you think maybe you've beaten the pressure, but uh, they're extremely uh, aggressive and long and athletic, but also really well schooled in terms of their help defense and their rotations. Um, so re- really impressive. Uh, they they you know they they beat Rhode Island I think maybe maybe ten days ago by one up at Rhode Island. I thought that was a a big breakthrough game for them, uh, and then went to Dayton and won and, and, and beat St. Bonaventure on Friday night. So they're really playing well. Bones Highland is scoring at a really high rate. Uh, he is, you know, he's taken by far their most shots, uh, but been able to really, really score the ball very, very consistently. I think he's averaging just shy of 20, just shy of 20 points per game. Uh, and he's been consistent with his scoring. And, um, you know, obviously he has, extremely deep range but can score off the dribble and gets to the foul line and um vince williams uh a junior lefty forward is playing very well the second leading score uh he played he had a great game against dayton and you know he's a versatile player who can handle the ball he'll use ball screens even though he starts it as a forward position uh, a good player and then a, a freshman point guard um ace baldwin who has played well has their best assist to turnover ratio on the team. And so they're playing very well, very aggressive. Um, they get to the free throw line a lot. They force a lot of turnovers um, and, and you know, playing really, 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 really well right now. From my end, you know, when you look at it, Coach, I, I look at last year at the Siegel Center, shot 56% from the field in the first half and then really play really solid defense against him in the first half. In the second half, it kind of turned the table, and Bones Highland got hot, of course. But 
what do you tell you guys? There's not going to be a lot of crowd noise down there. Is it the same recipe? You have to take care of the basketball uh, this game and, and, and make some shots from the perimeter. And, 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 of course, Grant Golden, he had a big game as well, 24 points last time down there. Yeah, I think, you know, Becca, I, I feel like that um, that is really critical, that, that taking care of the ball. Um, you know, it, I'm sure it'll be a little bit different and, you know, all, all of the teams have felt that the home court advantage uh, isn't quite the same without fans, and obviously that'll that would be be true for VCU as well. Um, you know, but but they are uh, n- n- again not not just pressuring and, and creating turnovers in the in the backcourt uh, or a trap, in, you know, on the first pass, but. Uh, and, and they've done this a lot. When you think it has been beaten, they trap you maybe over half court, or they get you rushed into taking a bad shot or making uh, a very quick decision that might be not, might not be the best decision. So I think that is number one: is taking care of the ball. You have to stay aggressive, uh, and that is actually, you know, I think for younger guys, being aggressive is actually one of the best ways to take care of the ball. Um, but you have to know your times maybe when you can get something better or get a better look. So I think that's number one. And, you know, for us, it will be important to throw the ball into Grant a lot and to Nate and Matt and Sal, uh, but especially Grant. And, and, of course, we talk about it all the time, but we need to have him touch the ball, make decisions. If he's doubled, make that decision. If he's if he's not doubled, uh, you know, go in and try to try to make something happen in the post. And uh, I, I do think Grant will will – play aggressively and uh i think he's he's used to those things you know we, we ask our center to do so much and we ask our players to help with the pressure and the ball handling and the decision making more than most teams and so grant does a great job of that uh and we're really going to have to you know on the flip side of that really have to throw him the ball a lot so that he can't so that he is able to make those decisions and help us help us stay moving or help us score the ball in the paint Chris, how much does the experience factor come into play here? And not only in the game itself, but also in what you were talking about earlier, that you threw a lot at the guys today. This is probably the right group to throw a lot at because most of your guys that will play the most minutes have seen VCU a lot. They know what's coming, and they can they can kind of take all that in probably as quickly as any group you've had. Yeah, I hope so, Bob. I think that, um, you know, Having played many times, you know, we, we referenced a couple of things uh, today of, of the games when Grant and Jacob were freshmen. And so, you know, and they played, they started and played much of the game uh, that night. So it does, it does take a little bit of the, um, does take care of a little bit of the preparation, just that they're familiar with it, that they understand what to expect, that they're prepared for what to expect, that they'll embrace um, what the game plan is, and um, and and really have good respect for the pressure, and what we're going to see in the speed with which they run their offense, and knowing how we can how we've gone over it before, and the tweaks and adjustments that we can that we can make today. And I I did think today we we, we Rob uh, Jones has the scout. And we talked about you know how much to give them, and I, I thought it would be important to give them a lot so that we're familiar tomorrow and we can. Can, can more pare it down tomorrow rather than sometimes we'll give a little bit the first day and, and more the second. We, we did it we did it today because I, I do think the familiarity, knowing the speed of the game, uh, 
knowing the uh, length and athleticism of the pressure defense, those things help, and, and, and we know they'll be in our guys' minds. Have a great practice tomorrow as well, Chris, and be as prepared as you possibly can. And uh, Wednesday night will be fun. The fact that uh, knock on wood, we're going to play this game first and foremost, and then it's the first of two meetings with VCU. Uh, appreciate your time tonight. I thought it was a really interesting conversation with John Hart and yourself as well as we kind of got behind the scenes a little bit and behind the web, quite frankly, on all that's gone on over the last few weeks. And uh, we will see you at the Siegel Center on Wednesday night, Coach. Sounds great. Bob, back. Have a great night. Thank you. Spider head coach Chris Mooney, who joins us each and every Monday night on Behind the Web. Our special guest tonight, John Hart, Spider Athletic Director. Next week, we'll get back to having our player guests get a couple more games under our belt as well. Uh, Beck, want to give you a minute here real quick to give us a little preview of your thoughts on the VCU game for Wednesday night. I know we'll break it down more on our broadcast Wednesday night, but just first thoughts about this very experienced Richmond team that's got to be chopping at the bit to get back out there, an Atlantic 10 game, and this young, enthusiastic, talented VCU team that probably has overachieved a little bit to this point in the season. Well, I think the biggest thing for the Spiders, Bob, they have to shoot the ball well from the perimeter. Last year they started out, as I mentioned earlier, first half they shot over 50% from the floor and the second half they were below 30%, right around 30%. So I think they have to shoot the ball from the perimeter. And I like Coach what he said. You have to be on a, in an attack mode. I think you have to be aggressive and put those guys on their heels on a defensive end and make them work hard to score the basketball, especially Bone, Bones Highland. Should be fun. On Wednesday night, we will both be at the Siegel Center for that game with a 6.30 airtime and 7 o'clock tip-off time. Beck, thanks. Appreciate it this evening. Look forward to uh, seeing you at the Siegel Center on Wednesday night. Yes, sir. Look forward to it. All right, and that'll wrap it up for Behind the Web for tonight. We are back every Monday night, the remainder of the college basketball season. We hope you'll tune in, and you can interact with us, of course, uh, online uh, via the text or email as well. Thanks again to John Hart, Spider Athletic Director, and Coach Mooney, and Greg Beckwith, and of course, Matt Josephs produced our program this evening. Bob Black saying so long. We'll talk to you from the Seagull Center Wednesday night, 6.30 airtime, 7 o'clock game time, round one of Richmond area Honda Dealers Capital City Classic. It's Richmond at VCU. Beck and I talk to you then, Wednesday night at 6.30 right here on your home of the Spiders, ESPN Richmond. You've been listening to Behind the Web, featuring head men's basketball coach Chris Mooney. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Lux Chevrolet, CarMax, Bright Sweet, Food Lion, and by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Join us Monday nights from 6 to 7 throughout the college basketball season for Behind the Web. Thanks for listening and stay in touch with Richmond Athletics on the flagship stations of the Spider Sports Network, ESPN Richmond. Executive producer, Mitchell Bradley. This has been a presentation of Learfield IMG College in association with Richmond Sports Properties. Just like you, we're all about sports. And the things that make sports great, like beer and wings. Where Richmond turns for the most local sports. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. The Virginia Department of Health thanks you for wearing a mask. For showing that you care about reducing the spread of COVID-19. So keep wearing that mask. Stay six feet away from others and visit vdh.virginia.gov. It doesn't matter if you walk, skip, bike, jog, skateboard, or pogo stick. When you head outside, take us along. If you've got your phone, 
you've got us. Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. You wear a mask to show you care, that you can help reduce the spread of COVID-19. So your community thanks you. The Virginia Department of Health thanks you and asks you to learn more at vdh.virginia.gov. We're your home for Richmond Spiders basketball with every game live right here. 99.5 FM and 9.50. From the G Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorneys. 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. WXGI Richmond. WTPS Petersburg. This is SportsCenter. 